You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Ladies and gentlemen, zombie all Mikey one, Nick Smitty. We are here to talk about so much wrestling. There's a lot to get into. We got a huge thing for Impact coming up on this Tuesday, the first of two weeks, their emergence pay-per-view-ish type thing that's going on right now. NXT TakeOver 30 is this Saturday coming up, both of which are going to be events on Pro Wrestling Scorecards. We're going to talk a little bit about each of them and get into a whole bunch more since we took a week off this week as we break the ring down. You don't know what hard times are, daddy. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. You just made the list. This one Hey, this is professional wrestler and professional podcaster Colt Boom Boom Cabana. My name is Killer Cross. This is the Smoke Show, Scarlett Bordeaux. What's up, guys? Death Machine, Brian Cage. This is Ryan from Pro Wrestling Tees. Sadly, you are not listening to The Art of Wrestling, but you made a decent choice because you're listening. You are now listening to... And you're listening... And you're listening to... You listen to Breaking Down the Ring. 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 Break it down. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to, you are watching, you are paying attention to the most inappropriate pro wrestling show in the motherfucking world. You're listening to Breaking Down the Ring, and we are your ring crew. Mr. Smith Kishi. The Coronic Virus. And me, the almighty one and current ring crew <clears throat> champion, Mikey himself. Hey everybody! There's that. There's that midget stripper. We missed her the last week. Uh, look, man, uh, it's the summertime. We are dealing with COVID. Wrestling is dealing with no fans. We took a week off last week. Why? Because fuck it. Everyone's got family time to stuff, dude. Fucking Nick's going out camping. Smitty's going to work. I was going to New York. It's like fuck it. Let's take a week off because what the fuck is going on? And then wrestling decided to say, this is what the fuck is going on uh, the, the week following. Uh, pedophiles came back to NXT. They might, have a part, they might have a part in NXT TakeOver 30. Impact did some great stuff announcing Emergence as their two-week, two-television show special, similar to what AEW and NXT already did with uh, the Great American Bash and Fighter, Fighter Fest. Was it Fighter Fest or Fight for the – yeah, Smitty's oh. trying to talk, and he's uh, no one. No one of them really. But, yeah. No, Fighter Fest was the one week, right? Oh, no, one Fighter week, Fest yeah. was two weeks, and fight, fight, uh, Fighter Fest was. Smitty, you're on mute, so we can't hear you, bro. Oh, Fighter Fest was two weeks. So Fighter Fest was two. Yeah. Okay. So Fighter Fest, Great American Bash, and now an Impact Emergence, taking the regular two week show and doing amazing, uh, announcing it like a pay per view, making it a big deal, which is great. I mean, let's be very honest. Wrestling right now is not bringing in a whole bunch of revenue as far as pay-per-views for a one-day, four-hour thing. So your best bet is to do 
something along the lines of people are already watching. We'll put over the talent and get things going. Uh, NXT TakeOver 30 um, is Keith Lee versus Karrion Cross for a singles match for the NXT Championship. Adam Cole and Pat McAfee are uh, going up in a singles match after the stuff that started on McAfee's uh, show. Io Shirai is defending her NXT Women's Championship against the number one defender, Dakota, uh, number one contender, Dakota Kai. And then Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, Cameron Grimes, Johnny Gargano, or Ring or Ridge Holland versus Finn Balor or Velveteen Dream is a, a ladder match for NXT North American Championship. That's what NXT has going on this Saturday. I want to talk about this before we get into Impact and uh, the Emergent stuff, which is, again, is two weeks, but we only got the card for one. And again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, go to ProWrestlingScoreCards.com. You can get yourself a card. Uh, I think the NXT one will post uh, Thursday, this Thursday, right the day after NXT, because that's when everything is usually announced and you can play. Uh, the Emergence uh, card is actually going to be posted uh, a little bit later in this day. Uh, today, Sunday, 2 p.m., I, uh, 1 p.m. our time, uh, Eastern Standard Time. I think it's 11. So, wait, sorry, 2 p.m. our time, 11 a.m. Uh, in the Las Vegas time zone. I think that's Mountain. I don't know. I don't, even, I don't, I, I don't want to think about anything right now. It's too fucking early, ladies and gentlemen. Smitty saw me drinking at work, and he was like, we're going to have a short show tomorrow. I was like, Smitty, I drink at work every Saturday. <laughs> but, yes, let's talk a little bit about NXT TakeOver 30. Um, they were set to have – NXT was set to have um, a myriad of triple threat matches, and the winner would go on to be in this ladder match for the vacant NXT North American Championship. Keith Lee – relinquish the North American championship just to fight for the NXT championship the spirit um, of competition. Yes. And which is fine, but we were kind of talking about it. Like what is Keith Lee going to do as this double champion? They gave him, he's the first ever double champion. Let's see what he does with it. They didn't even give him a fucking pay-per-view for it. You know, like uh, they didn't, they didn't even give Keith Lee a pay-per-view to have a defense of the North American championship before him just relinquishing it. So before we go into the pay-per-view, let's talk a little bit about that. Nick, how do you feel about Keith Lee? Just like, Hey, I won this. And a couple weeks later, I don't want it anymore. I was a little disappointed to be honest. I mean, I think when I commented on it, I would have liked to have seen him hold it for at least a pay-per-view or two. And like you said, they didn't give him that. So it's kind of disappointing. I mean, I do get it, but, you know, what was the point? You know, what what was the point? That, like, to me, okay, him winning that and having both titles, it just, I don't know. (laughs) I was was disappointed. I I would have liked to have seen him defend it even just once. One time would have been – I would have been a little more okay with it than what I am now, but – I mean, just like WWE, they'll make you forget about it, and then in a couple months, it'll be like, yeah, okay, well, whatever. So, Manny, how did you feel about Keith Lee just giving up that title pretty quickly? Um, I felt like it was just like giving, making him a double champion was just a rubber stamp at that point. Just yeah. like, yeah, we, we gave it to we like, And also, I'm just kind of tired of all the double champions in wrestling right now. Because... Um, over in Japan, you got Evil with both the IC and uh, IWGP World Titles. You got Bailey and Sasha now with all the titles on the main roster for the women. And like, so another double champion right now is just kind of 
for me, it was, it's kind of being overdone right now in pro wrestling. So, like, him giving up the title, I wasn't, like, too – I wasn't super upset about it, but I was uh, kind of agree with Nick. Like, I would have liked to see him at least defend it once. And I'm in the same boat as you guys. Uh, I really did want to see Keith Lee do a pay-per-view or something, maybe even, like – I don't even think he defended it on NXT television, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, since he won the – NXT championship. He didn't defend anything. And I agree. I, I feel like it was like, Hey, we just gave him the double belt and we're not going to use it to build him any stronger. Make Keith Lee uh, look real powerful so that if someone did take out the North American title off of him, it would have been an automatic uh, stepping stone for those people. Now, granted it's uh, taking a title is a stepping stone, but taking a title off of a double champion, is a bigger stepping stone. And I'll be very honest. They could have done uh, an earlier match where somebody could have got in and uh, whoever was fighting him for the NXT championship later that evening could have, you know, helped whoever win and take the North American title off of him, and, you know, make Keith Lee look like he got beat and stuff. But obviously, uh, May had him go into whatever NXT championship match later looking like not a hundred percent, right? The bottom line is he would go in there looking like he was 80 or 75 or 70% and then retain the NXT championship and look much stronger while it, at the same time gave somebody a stepping stone as the NXT North American champion. I, I agree with you guys. They just dropped the ball. Yeah, they, they could have had they had so much potential in Keith Lee being a double champion to do stuff with people. Now and I think it would have been not, great with Cameron Grimes. It was like if Cameron Grimes if it was Cameron Grimes to take the title off of him. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're, doing, they're doing big things with Grimes and uh NXT right now. So I could see him would have run as a uh, North American champion. So let's get into this uh North American championship ladder match. Uh Johnny Gargano and Ridge Holland are going to have a match. Uh, Finn Balor and Velveteen Dream are going to have a match to decide which one of those four, which two of those four are going to be in this ladder match for the NXT North American Championship. Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, and Cameron Grimes are already in them. So, Smitty, are you thinking that Cameron Grimes uh, has a strong, strong shot of being the North American champion? Or could somebody out of nowhere be taking this over like a Finn Balor? Uh, I think it's either going to be Cameron Grimes or Damian Priest. Like they, I think they want to put some some new blood up, uh, some title on some new blood right now. Yeah. Uh, like Balor's there, but I think like Balor's kind of lost in the shuffle because his original plan, what they were going to do with him and Walter, just kind of got completely from the back burner. And I think it's too soon to put like if so, if, so the whole dream thing like that's a whole taboo subject. Put him in anything high profile right now. It's just Ain't of, shit taboo about that shit. Hit that fucking dude touched kids <laughs> more than one. That shit is fucked up. That he's even on that television show right now. Yeah, but I'm I, sorry, I, continue. But I got to it's <laughs> WWE. They gonna keep Matt Riddle on television, and I, I guarantee he's most likely gonna be a returning dream inside that match in Gargano. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Now, I'm eating. I'm eating these uh, rice krispie treat poppers. Vanilla cream. 
These shits are delicious, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, there's a cookies and cream one, like a caramel and a chocolate one. The vanilla cream are fucking phenomenal. Sorry, guys, man. <laughs> yeah. So, it like, it's, it's probably gonna be it's gonna be the high spot probably of the entire pay per view, or the uh, NXT Takeover. But hey, the ladder what, match what? or Velveteen Dream being in it? No, the ladder match. Oh, okay. I I am a fan of the dream, but I like I just can't get behind him at this point with all everything behind him. You're too old. Huh? You're too old. You're too old to be behind him. I get it. It's hard to try to be a fan of somebody when you just find they're a shitty individual. Dude, I hundred percent agree with that. Um it is a weird situation to even talk about. Because uh, we all know, like, look, it's, <clears throat> the one dude came out and was like, Dream did this. And everyone's like, all right, one-on-one conversation, let it go. And then a couple more came out and we we're all like, oh, well, maybe he does like people under the age of 18. And that's a problem. And then he was gone forever. And all of a sudden he's back. It's like, I, I, I get what you're talking about with Riddle. But, man, I feel like. What Dream did is way worse. Anyway, uh, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, Cameron Grimes, maybe Johnny Gargano, maybe Ridge Holland, maybe Finn Balor, maybe Velveteen Dream. Nick, what are you hoping for out of this ladder match? <clears throat> I, I agree with Smitty that this would probably be, you know, one of, if not the match of the night. Um, I think I, I, yeah, I can see Damian Priest going over in this one. Um, I honestly wouldn't mind seeing Bronson Reed going over. I mean, I know it is a little early for him still, but <clears throat> I like his in-ring work. He's he's a powerhouse and he's pretty agile. And um, after the uh, vignette, they had a vignette uh, for him a couple weeks ago, and you know those kind of things that you know show you that personal side of them, kind of to get you on their bandwagon a little more, you know, um, is something that I enjoy. So I wouldn't mind seeing him going over. Um, but yeah, I definitely think it's going to be probably the best match of the night for sure. NXT ladder matches are always top notch. Yeah. I, I don't know though, man. <clears throat> and the reason I don't know is because it's Keith Lee and Karrion Cross for the NXT championship. True. I watching those two wrestle anytime before, um, I killer cross when he was, you know, as killer cross in impact and stuff, Keith Lee, just, we've seen, uh, we've seen him in evolve personally, at least I think I have, as many may have. Um, and it's just, we're watching two guys who are really good in the ring, go up against each other in a WWE style. And both of which even granted, look, cross has been coming through as a squash match person, person, right? But if you've seen any of his old stuff, you know that he can go in the ring. Keith Lee has put on shows for us in the NXT ring. So I really think... You said what? He's a human gift machine. That's damn right. (laughs) Uh, So we think... I I think that that match actually could be better than the ladder match, especially if it's put together correctly. And who knows what agents are are doing it. Sorry. Now... Um, I do agree that it might be like what Smitty said, it might be time for somebody uh, else to be built up. Sure. Gargano, 
and Balor and e- even Velveteen Dream have been featured heavily in NXT for a very long time. So somebody taking that North American championship that's kind of newish to it uh, would be a, a smart idea and help build up the future because let's be very honest, NXT hasn't had a future building title for a very for the entirety of it, right? And there's been many times where we were like, oh, these people are gone. What is NXT going to do now? And then a month later, we're like, wow, why did we even doubt NXT, right? So that's without the North American Championship. Now they have the North American Championship. So it helped. It, I think it could help build people on a faster track, basically, uh, rather than just hoping they put something together within four weeks. And I, I agree. What Cameron Grimes has done, I, I think Cameron Grimes might be the better idea of someone taking this. You know, um, could I see them doing the old fallback onto a Finn Balor? Uh, possibly, I can because every it's, it, I would think him getting that is a consolation prize. You know, like Smitty said, when all this COVID stuff hit, he was supposed to be doing stuff with Walter, but there is no type of travel. Yeah, you know, you can't do shit with that. So. Could I see them give it to him as a uh, consolation prize? Possibly. But Triple H is more of a build guy rather than a, here, take this guy. So I, I, I think I agree. I think it's more one of the other guys that are, that are already in this match that are going to be taking it and doing it well. Um, Dakota Kai became the number one contender for the women's championship. Io Shirai, Dakota Kai, Shirai and Kai, Shirai, Shirai, Shirai. Whatever. This match makes my penis hard. Aww. Well, at least they're of age. Way not to be a dream. Let's maybe talk about this match. <laughs> this match makes my penis hard. I'm a fan of both Shirai and Kai, so... And I, and I, the funny thing is, I think this is what Dakota Kai may actually... Uh, I think uh, Shirai may drop to Kai, maybe. Really? Because uh, I know this, like her contract is up soon as well, and uh, I think she's—I I don't think she's resigning. Really? She, uh, she's engaged oh. to Evil. Yes, the so, I, I think IWGP she's, I think she's Heavyweight home. Champion. I think, I think she's, she's going, going home after her contract's up. Oh man! So Kyrie Sane leaves. Fucking Io Shirai. Man, I don't want Io Shirai to leave NXT. I love Io Shirai in NXT. She's one of my favorite things about NXT. Mm-hmm. I love my Joshi too, but they ain't getting treated right <laughs> mostly throughout, throughout that company. I what? I think I, said, I love my Joshi as well, Japanese women. Yeah, I know what that means, but you said they weren't treating her right throughout the company. I said, I said throughout, but most of them aren't getting treated well in the company. You said what? Most of them aren't aren't getting treated well within that company. What are you talking about, man? NXT, Triple H has put them over huge. Oh, Triple H put them over. I'm like, okay, let me rephrase that. If she if she does resign, she stays in NXT. If they try to bring her up, she's screwed. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, and now I will agree. You go to Raw and SmackDown for the most part. Anybody who is of foreign descent, Vince McMahon fucking hates, period. That's just how it goes. Um, I'm not going to argue that. Um, but yeah. In NXT, outside of her injury time, Io Shirai has been featured heavily on NXT and, and looked very strong with it. Now, 
I agree. I could see her possibly going back to, you know, be at home with her fucking boyfriend. Are they dating or married? Engaged. Engaged. Yes. Um, and it's, it's very possible. That was why Kyrie saying left Kyrie saying she left because she just wanted to go home and, you know, be a part of all that stuff. She was away and I was, I, we get it. <clears throat> I kind of hope she doesn't. Um, but, We'll see. So, Smitty, who, what are you thinking? What, what are your thoughts about this match, other than your penis being hard, like it was Velvet Dream looking at a little boy? But uh, uh, <laughs> this, this match has so much potential. Like Dakota Kai, I believe one of the most underrated women on that uh, NXT roster, mm-hmm. and she's finally getting she's finally getting some kind of she's finally getting a push. Where she's not, this also she's not hurt as well. Yeah. So this is uh, possibly Dakota Kai's time to finally just shine and like. For some reason, I was talking to somebody about this, but for some reason, whenever these women turn heel, these little women turn heel in NXT, for some reason, it just gets so much hotter. <laughs> Smitty likes the abuse. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, spank me. It's fine. <laughs> right. uh, I'll, spend my t- I'll spend my time between Dakota Kai's legs any day. Team kick. Yep. Better than Team so, Dick. Like, so, just like the potential of this match is just, it, for me, it, not just because it makes my penis hard, it just has much, there's a lot of potential in this match. Nick, what are you thinking, brother? Um, this act, match actually makes my penis soft. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> totally, totally joking. <laughs> um, what if I were a wet noodle, you son of a bitch? No. No, it it definitely makes me rock hard. Um, that's it. No, um, I I I agree with. I don't remember who said it, but I totally agree that those NXT women, when they turn heel, they do get hotter. They like get that darker makeup on and that hair that she's that Dakota Kai's got now. And yeah, I'm. Uh, I, honestly, I can see them putting the strap on Dakota Kai. Um, Kind of feels you said strap a little on. strap on. <laughs> it's not taking uh, knots. <laughs> oh, it, it feels a little early for that. But um, speaking of Tegan Knox, I think that could lead into a really good another heated feud between Kai and Knox. Maybe eventually Tegan Knox takes the title off of Dakota Kai. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I like I like Dakota Kai. So would this be her first uh, NXT Women's Title run? Yeah, run, so yes. I mean, I, I think it would be a good time for that, and um, she's a great heel. I just I'm I'm looking forward to the match for sure because yeah, it's definitely a rock hard penis kind of thing. RHP match. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is uh, a three boner match. <laughs> yeah, the new, yeah, the new boner match. That's right, <laughs> boner yard match. Uh, Keith Lee defending his NXT Championship up against Karrion Cross. Uh, there was a lot of talk originally that it could have been Cross versus Cole, and then Cole dropped it to Keith Lee. Uh, Nick, what are your thinking of what's your thinking uh, regarding this match obviously we're talking about how it could be a really good match but what is your hope do you think it's time for cross to take it keith lee to drop it or you know as old school booking goes the first time you go for a title you're never supposed to win it and that's 
kind of where I'm at, but man, I, I am torn because it's on one hand, it's to me too soon to take the title off of Keith Lee. I think he's more than earned it. Um, and he hasn't really defended it. Um, so, but at the same time, I'm like, well, you know, they're building cross to be this monster of a dude and you don't want to make him look weak. It doesn't necessarily means mean that he has to win, but then I'm like, well, how is this match going to go? So I, I don't know. I, I think Keith Lee is going to get the victory here, but it may be by like a disqualification or, or, or something to that effect. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it will be a good match for sure because, you know, I don't think they're going to have Karrion squash him for the whole time and then Keith Lee get like some kind of bullshit victory. I think it's going to be along the lines of when we've seen Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic. Um, you know, those matches every time were fucking phenomenal. I think we'll get some type of level of that 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 match out of this one. Mm-hmm. So, But I'm torn on who to go with. I really am. You should go with your gut. Smitty, what are you thinking? Uh, I agree that I feel like it's too soon for Lee to drop the title. They haven't really, like, he hasn't really had a chance. We haven't had really had a chance to see what he has done as champion. He's got a couple of promos. I thought the fireball thing was super corny on uh, NXT this week. Uh, so, and, like, it was in, him across. Like, it's, this is another art. Uh, like, Nick's pretty much nailed that on the head. Like, these are two big guys we know can go. So I'm interested to see how this goes. Um, I wouldn't be upset if Lee dropped. Actually, I won't say I wouldn't be upset. I'd be disappointed, but not upset. Like he pretty much just got the title. He was a double champion. He's already pretty much gave up one title. If him to just turn around and lose the next one of his was his first defense or second. Yep. Uh, I I think there was something on NXT television as well, yeah. So yeah, so this is just one of those, it's one of those weird things where we haven't Be really seen killer. the ass champion. Yeah, this so, is the SHP match, soft something penis match. I'll figure <laughs> out what H means later. <laughs> yeah, Aaron. I agree. I, I I agree. Um, you know, <laughs> shape that shit. <laughs> um, I I agree. Keith Lee dropping right now would be real fucked up. It's like, oh, thanks for giving up this title, and we're taking this one off you too. You know. Uh, so yes, I agree. Um, finally, the Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee match, all beginning. You know, it's really funny. Um, the, the, a lot of things say this started when Adam Cole was on McAfee's show and flipped out and got mad and pushed a producer and stuff. But this has actually been going back for a long time. You know, I mean, a lot of times McAfee, Pat's been fucking with Adam Cole and Adam Cole's been responding, arguing interviews and stuff like that, be it pre-shows and stuff. Um, so this has been going for a while. And I guess it's, something to give Adam Cole to do now because what else do that can they have him in uh before they possibly put him on Raw or SmackDown which I don't fucking know man I don't I don't know if I want to see that 
you know, uh, it's been highly notarized that, you know, even when Eric Young was on uh, Rhino's podcast, it's like, you know, he made the mention of, he's like, look, Vince McMahon has people brought up from NXT because they're hot and he doesn't know what to do with them. And it's very similar to how he acts when he brings in people from other companies. Uh, It's not his baby. So he doesn't give it the time it deserves. And that's a problem when it comes to the talent. So I don't know if I want to see Adam Cole go up, but Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee, uh, Pat McAfee uh, punting Adam Cole, uh, stealing Randy Orton's move. (laughs) Uh, but you know, giving him a nice kick and sh- Smitty's talking and he's on mute again. Um, and <laughs> he just loves yeah, doing that. Well, you mean the punt that didn't black out? Right. Yeah. Um, so Smitty, now that we got you off from me, let's talk to you about this. What are your hopes with this Adam Cole, Pat McAfee match? Uh, I, this is one of the ones I really don't care about. I really don't. And I think it's the whole Pat McAfee thing. So like, I've been wondering what they're going to do with Cole after he dropped, but I feel like this is just literally just a way to get Cole on a card right now. Oh, what would you consider that maybe? Hmm? What would you call that? Water. Oh, drink, everybody. (laughs) I have nothing in my hand right now. I have nothing right now. You can drink some of the fryer grease. Yeah. It's It's hot. Oh, it is. I think you should drink the fat. Ooh, yeah. Fat drinker. Fat drinker. Uh, Nick, what what are your thoughts on this uh, match? Well, I agree. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Starting off really good. (laughs) I agree with you, Mikey, that uh, it's something for Cole to do. you know, to kind of, I mean, nobody's going to forget about him. He's not going to end up, you know, off in the distance, just doing some other bullshit, you know, that nobody cares about. Um, I think the buildup's okay. And, but I, I don't really have much interest in this match. This is my, uh, the match on the card that I have the least amount of interest in. Um, but, you know, I think it'll be okay. I, I don't know. Just, I'm not, uh, I, I don't have a lot of knowledge of Pat McAfee in the ring. Does he have a lot of experience wrestling? Um, eh, I don't know. It's just kind of whatever. And and I agree with you too. I, I hope they don't. This isn't just something for him to do until he goes up to Raw or the Undisputed Era goes to Raw or whatever the case may be. Leave them the fuck alone. Just, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, but, or break yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> so but uh, yeah again i don't know if pat mcafee's got in-ring experience i mean i'm sure he has some of some capacity but eh, it's just kind of fodder i mean it's kind of bullshit you don't have anything we drink you know you know, just pour two shots for yourself right now and do them bam bam i love how he's still talking when he's on <laughs> yeah <laughs> This is it's, and he's probably I, I, saying something really insightful too. And it just right. We should make a shirt. I think I'm. I don't think I'm muted. I think or <laughs> muted or something. I don't know. We can make shirts again. Maybe I can finally get that look shirt. Look, look, <laughs> look. Smitty, are you pouring yourself a drink? Is that what's going on right now? Water. What? That's fine. You can drink water. That's fine. Tequila. I mean, water. 
Now you owe two drinks. Take your two drinks. That's one. You don't have to chug, bruh. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Glug, glug, glug. Like Velveteen Dream on a young boy's penis. No. Anyway. I'm not impressed by breaking. No. Don't give me that. Don't give me that. That's We're going to fuck with Velveteen Dream being a goddamn pedophile forever. Oh, man. Uh, Velveteen Peen. By the way, what the fuck did he do to his face? Um, he's told no one too many times, and someone had to swipe at him. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I... <laughs> it's... No, it's like he's like he's like dyed his entire bottom of his beard blonde. Oh, that's it's a uh, young boy comes thing. I was gonna say that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens. Uh, a, a, with when you mess with kids, it looks so like he gross. ate out the great pumpkin. <laughs> gross. Oh man, ate out the great pumpkin. Is it orange or is it blonde? It's kind of like a cross between orange and blonde. It looks so, like some. It, yeah, it just looks, it looks bad. Like, I'm just gonna know. It, it looks really bad. It looks like vanilla cream, like orange sherbet type stuff. Orange cream. What's the best way to describe this color? Orange. You glad I didn't say banana. <laughs> It looks more goldish, more so to say. Oh, so he went away from Paisley to Gaisley. More Gaisley. And it's all to the bottom of his fucking beard. I'm like, what the fuck did you do? Smitty's really angry about Velveteen Dream dying his face. He sure is. Just just anger over here. Um, Let's talk Impact. Impact is something that uh, we've all been enjoying a lot lately. Uh, it has been putting on a great wrestling product um, as well as really good storylines, which you really can't find in a lot of other things. Uh, sure, there's great wrestling product that's going on in AEW in the ring, but no real type of building anything into, unless you're watching uh, uh, what's their show, Being the Elite. God, wow, that I am I'm tired, boys. I was up way later than normal last night. Um, but Impact is doing it well. They have both the in-ring product and they have the uh, storyline building. A um, couple things we're going to talk about. That's well, time. That's time. <laughs> fucking love Wrestle House. Tommy Dreamer. Uh, fucking love Wrestle House. Uh, tag team champ- the World Tag Team Championship uh, match. The Motor City Machine Guns uh, defending against the North because the North wanted to fight them at 100%. Uh, Good Brothers are taking on Ace Austin and Madman Fulton. Eddie Edwards is going to defend the Impact World Championship in an open challenge. Uh, Chris Bay versus TJP versus Rohit Raju as Chris Bay is defending his Finesse X Division Championship. And then Moose is defending his TNA World Heavyweight Championship against Trey Miguel. And then on night two, which we're going, we're going to talk a little bit about, but there's only one match announced currently, and that's Deanna Perrazzo versus Jordan Grace, uh, is the first in the first ever 30 minute knockouts Iron Man match for the Knockouts Championship. Let's start off with the first one, man. Uh, Motor City Machine Guns versus the North. Motor City Machine Guns made a surprise return at Slammiversary. They came back, and then the next uh, night on Impact, they took the titles off the North. Um, the North is really pissed off saying that uh, Motor City Machine Guns took those belts 
off of them when they weren't even 100%. They were like 40%. And so they wanted to take them on when they were at 100%. So they set an emergence. Modern City Machine Guns agreed. Smitty, what are your thoughts about this match coming up? And what are you hoping? Uh, the Pro Wrestling Scorecard thing will come out a little bit later today. So everybody go to ProWrestlingScorecards.com. You can download your uh, own or at the same time sign up for the free digital. And you guys can play along. We're going to be filling out ours a little bit uh, within the next day, obviously, because it starts. it happens Tuesday. So we'll be filling ours out. And we will let everyone know what we're thinking. But so, Smitty, for right now, maybe don't talk about who you think is going to win, but what are your thoughts on the build for this match and how it's being progressed? Um, I think, like, what's it, like you said, uh, Impact is great at uh, making a good storyline going into this. Uh, the match they had on Impact after, uh, after Slammiversary was really good. And, like, the guns are just, the guns are great. The North is, they're great. Like, Second Amendment, sure. Uh, I think Second the North Amendment, is one of the best, for sure. <laughs> I think the North is one of the best tag teams in the industry right now. But I think, like, well, he said a uh, couple weeks on our shows that they get so much shit because they're an impact. So, okay. I think this will be, I think it's probably going to end up uh, being the main event for night one. All right. Nick, what are your thoughts on the build for this match? And, uh, I guess, yeah, if you guys really want to, you can talk about who you think is going to win, and then you can possibly switch it when you put on your pro wrestling scorecards. Um, I like the build. Um, <clears throat> you know, it, was, it wasn't it was really too surprising to me when the Motor City Machine Guns came back, only because, I, you know, that was my first taste of, real taste of impact and everything. But, um, the, yeah, their match on that first uh, episode of Impact after Slammiversary was awesome. Um, so I can't imagine that this is going to be anything less or anything short of that. Um, I, I, I feel like the Motor City Machine Guns are going to retain titles. You know, I don't think I'll be changing that at all, but yeah, it's, I like the build so far and I, you know, the tag division in impact seems to be, uh, top notch for sure. So I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm also excited for it. I agree. Uh, the The return of the Motor City Machine Guns was uh, a really good uh, surprise. And Mark even when they, <laughs> when they sat down with Jimmy Jacobs and had a conversation and, and you know, the whole backstory build of why they're back together and things like that, you know, the training and stuff. Um, again, it's really good storytelling overall that, imp- excuse me, that impact is doing. And, with the North, you know, it, it's your longest reigning tag team champions. It makes sense that they would go, oh, I wasn't at my full potential right there. And that's why you beat us. That makes sense. I like when things make sense. This makes sense. Um, so, yes, it's it, it understandable why they would be given a tag team title shot. One, they were the champions. But two, they're... They're saying that Motor City Machine Guns didn't beat them when they were at their full capacity. So Motor City Machine Guns winning at emergence would do that. And I, like you said, I think you said uh, Ethan Page, is his contract uh, coming up, Smitty? Is that what you said? Or uh, I, read that I didn't read about Ethan Page's contract. I said, I think that North get a bad rap because of their impact. Like, like what he oh. said on that show. Okay. 
Uh, good brothers, Carl Anderson, Luke, Doc, Gallo. Uh, taking on Ace Austin and Madman Fulton. Smitty, talk a little bit about this. Um, I, I'm kind of impartial about this. I, I like what the good brothers have been doing. I kind of like what the good brothers are doing, but I'm still like talking shop of mania. It's still in the back of my mind when I look at them right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that they, they, the attitude they've given the good brothers here. Uh, I'm still not the biggest fan of Ace Austin and Madman, but I'm not sold on them yet. I think they've been bouncing Ace Austin around a little bit too much in the company right now. Because one minute he was competing for the X Division, next thing he was competing for the world title, and now he's all of a sudden tagging up with Madman Fulton. So I don't know where I stand with Ace Austin yet. When he was uh, feuding with Eddie Edwards back in 20, uh, like last year, I was starting to find some character, and like then this is just kind of changing up a little bit too much for me with him right now. They need to find something. He needs to stick with something for him. So, short and I feel like Jimmy Fulton getting short and the stick for a hot Good Brothers right now. So they're going to end up being fodder for Gallows and Anderson. Drink, drink. I heard it. I heard fodder. Oh shit! Drink again. Uh, Nick, what are your thoughts, brother? Um, I like the build. Um, I like the idea that uh, Gallows got arrested. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, that was good. And, you know, with the whole talk and shop of mania thing, you know, it kind of, with that in the back of, back of my head, you know, they're not really talking about it on impact, but it, it shows that I, I like that style of sense of humor that the good brothers have. And then they come out, you know, all fucking guns firing on impact. They're ready to destroy these two motherfuckers that have just been, you know, a thorn in their side these last few weeks. So while I don't, I'm not looking forward to this match more than some other ones on the card. I, I still think it'll be a good match to see. And, um, the only time that I've had exposure to Ace Austin was in uh, was at Slammiversary, and I think he he looked really good in the ring. And you know, you combine that with Carl Anderson and, and Gallows, I think it'll be a good match for sure. But I think Austin's Austin's really young; he's twenty four years old. Yeah. So he's got a, a he's he got really? a bright future. Yeah. Wow, I thought he was a little bit older than that. That's the one thing. That, that's the one. That's the, that's the one thing they were talking around Slammiversary is that he could become the youngest world champion in Impact history at 24. Okay. Yeah. Um. Speaking of the world champion, uh, Eddie Edwards is doing as he's been doing. He's been just been doing an open challenge. Uh, watch, by the way, every week. Every week. Uh, he is. Last week he did it uh, with uh, Brian Myers, who is Kurt Hawkins. Um, he did it with uh, Trey Miguel uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, last first week. week. It was the first the week first of Trey week, Miguel. Yeah. Uh, then he did Sammy Callahan last week. Yep. Which is a fucking classic match, dude. Those which two also, can go. And then also the Sammy Callahan thing, it built into the story with him and RVD and Katie Forbes. Yes. So Eddie Edwards is defending the Impact World Championship. Smitty, who do you think he's going to take on this week? Obviously, it could be anybody. Um, I'm I, Pretty sure they're gonna probably try to make it Eric Young. I, I want to take make the, uh, 
I want one. I would love it if they held off on Eric Young for a minute. Mm-hmm. But um, I right now the way things are, if Eric Young is like right now he's building he's building himself as the hottest guy in the company right now. And Eddie Edwards is a straight baby face. He's got this whole heart and soul Pure. impact thing going. So, and also those two, they're going to fucking tear it down when they actually lock on. So, so I I hope it's not Eric Young, but I feel like it's going to be Eric Young. They're going to give it to Eric Young. Well, who would you like? Who would you like to see do it if it's not Eric Young? Um, like I say, think uh, still built one of Katie Forbes uh, RVDs. Um, Sammy Callahan thing. Have RVD answer the challenge, and Sammy Callahan screw RVD. Okay. Um, so I can see that happening, or you can have some. Well, let's see. Um, but impact like like you have all these surprise people coming back. Like maybe Tommy Dreamer. Nobody in Wrestle House right at this point. Yeah, they're gone, man. They're in Wrestle House. <laughs> Match time. Um, they've been doing all these surprise people coming back and surprise people. It could be like that's that's what makes it so fun. You don't know who it could be. Yeah. Like, Nick, but maybe uh, really Mac. Nick, what are your hopes for this? Would you? Is there anyone specific? Obviously, you're like just getting into Impact Wrestling, but is there anybody that has uh, stood out at least a little bit that you would like to see Eddie Edwards face? Um, what Smitty just said, I kind of thought maybe Willie Mack. Um, that would be a good fight to see. Um, <clears throat> I like the idea of Rob Van Dam, you know, with Sammy Sammy Callahan screwing him over, but I also feel like, you know, if they don't put in Eric Young, which I agree with Smitty. I hope they don't do that yet. They put in somebody like Willie Mack and Eric Young try to screw over Eddie Edwards in this match, although he'll still get the victory, but that's still, you know, Eric Young with this whole, this is going to happen on my time thing, you know, leading up to that slow burn somewhere down the line, maybe at uh, what's our next pay-per-view bound for glory or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Smitty's talking on mute again. Bound for Glory is usually around it's usually around the end of the fall, so that's usually probably gonna come around October or in September. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind, you know, if they put Eric Young in that match. I don't think he would get the victory, um, but yeah, there there's a lot they can do, and like you said, Mikey, the storytelling that they're doing really with any feud or any story that I've seen so far. I am interested in, and it does make sense. So that's one thing amongst others that they're doing really well right now. So, but yeah, I think Willie Mack for me, I think that would be a good match. I really like him in the ring and that's, you know, to touch on that impact as a whole, I've noticed for me, it seems more, it seems less, I don't want to say choreographed, but that WWE style I'm sorry to say it seems choreographed to, against companies like Impact or even AEW. Like it seems like it's more on the fly with Impact. And it captivates me a little more. It holds my interest more. That's why, like I told Mikey before the show, I watched Impact and didn't watch Raw this week for the first time ever. So, um, congratulations. Sorry to, <laughs> sorry, sorry to kind of sidecast there, but. No, I mean, but that's what we're talking about. Like, obviously, the builds for these uh, for these matches is a main thing for them. 
and they're doing it very well right now. And I think possibly better than any of the other uh, major companies. You know, they're touted. They're supposed to be the third, number three United States promotion, but they're acting like number one, man. And they're putting out a, a product that you can just watch and get behind. You Even know, without a crowd. Yeah, it's and without a crowd. And, and that's the crazy thing. I fucking fell off of watching WWE because of the no crowds. AW, I'm still kind of like, you know, whatever with, but both, you know, my main fallout from those companies now is completely different, but the no crowd thing, at least AEW was doing it to where you felt like people would cheer who should cheer, who who they would cheer for. WWE, where they put their wrestlers in the crowd, it's like, hey, you have to cheer for this person, you have to boo for this person. It's like, mm-hmm. let people do what people do. Let, you know, like, that's, you, you can't constantly tell people what to do, and but they do, and that's the problem. And so, just like Nick said, wait, I hate to backtrack, but I know I got to put on who Open Challenge is. It could be Ken Shamrock. If we keep forgetting okay. Shamrock's with the company, you keep forgetting he's with the company. I forgot that Ken Shamrock is still with Impact. He's under yeah, contract he still next year. Um, but yeah, it's it's a very good build with Impact inside the ring, outside of the ring. Uh, as far as Eddie Edwards, I, I agree. I was my call was going to be RVD uh, and help build up that for possibly night two of emergence, and you get RVD versus Sammy Callahan. Uh, then I, I think that would be a great call. And obviously, Eddie Edwards is going to defend on night two as well, you know, because he's doing an open challenge every week. So then maybe you get your Eric Young, maybe not. Maybe we get something else. Uh, next match: Moose versus Trey Miguel. For the TNA World Heavyweight uh, Championship, uh, Smitty, you're laughing, man. Why, brother? Because <laughs> the build to this match was just hilarious. Because I, I love watching the Rascals backstage; they're so entertaining. And also, all three of them, Des, Trey, and Lynch, are all like they're all amazing. So um, the build for this literally is Moose, like oh, pretty much. Uh, you know, like if you don't know think about the Rascals, they're stoners, like flat out. Like literally, Nick was watching, and he uh, apparently he, he put in our uh, group chat like, "Do the Rascals have a bong rip after we get into their, uh, yeah. <laughs> their intro?" Yeah, their whole backstage segment thing is taken the off of that seventy yeah. show. The seven, the treehouse is taken off of that seventy show where it's the camera that moves in between as they're smoking weed. Oh shit! I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, <laughs> so um, pretty much, so it's, it's just a, so this whole segment starts with the Rascals just pretty much just uh, they just bullshitting around backstage. And there's, there's this whole joke that AC Romero was suicide. So they're like playing off this whole joke. And uh, so pretty much Trey walks up with a uh, suicide's mask and he puts it on and pretty much like Moose has come to start bullying Trey, uh, Wentz and Dez. And he said, suicide, I want to give you a shot at my DNA World Impact Championship. And pretty much he just kind of conned himself into fighting Trey in that one of the emergencies. That's awesome. Uh, what do you? So, what is your hope for this match? I mean, look, Trey Miguel can go in the ring. We've talked about it. Uh, Naomi has stolen his move. It's tried <laughs> and said it was hers. <laughs> uh, we know. Are, are you thinking that this could be a great uh, contrast of two different styles that can make a match uh, a very high quality match? Yeah, absolutely. Because. Uh... Moose is probably one of the best, one of the most athletic big men. And well, he's like, I would love to see guys like 
if Moose were not impact, I could see him in uh, NXT going against guys like Keith Lee and Bronson Reed. Uh, but also, Moose has shown he could go with these guys, these smaller guys, like um, these X Division, technical, something called X Division guys. He's already had great matches with the guys in the wrestling when he first turned heel. Um, so this is like it's not like it's something you haven't seen, but it's something you haven't seen in a while. It's something that they didn't kind of drive down your throat. So it's kind of refreshing when it when it comes back around. I would like to point in, out in the narrative. In, I'm sorry, in the narrative is different. Because, no, no pun intended with the EC3 thing that's going on with him and Moose. The narrative is kind of different as well. This is just a new Moose. band. It's free, free X3. <laughs> Free Act Three. <laughs> also, by the way, if you are, like, if, like if you follow Moose on social media, he cut a promo on EC Three after Impact, and it was probably the best Moose promo ever. Okay, I'll so, have to check that out. Yeah, he Sorry, he's, he's really like, cut the bullshit. He's like, cut the bullshit. Like you talk about, you want to destroy your past, or do you want to relive it? Oh, uh, Nick, what are your thought processes on the Trey Miguel Moose match for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship? Uh, I think it'll be a really good match. Um, you know, when I first saw Moose on Slammiversary, I thought the same thing Smitty was saying, like, this dude is a monster and he is super athletic. And you don't really see too many of those kind of guys. I mean, you're kind of seeing it more and more now. But, you know, it's pretty rare to see these giant dudes be so athletic and so smooth in the ring. And he's one of them. And Yeah. Another when I saw Trey Miguel for the first time, I was like, damn, this like that's one of the first matches that I saw, you know. So I think these two dudes are going to go hard and it's going to be a really, really good match. It's going to be fast. It's going to um, I, I don't think uh, I don't think Trey Miguel is going to take that title off of him, but. You know, I think it could potentially be one of the better matches of night one for sure. All right. Thank you, um, We're brought to you by the word hard. This week. Huh. Yeah, BD hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really good at that, Smitty. You're right. Uh Finally, it's not the tech, I jumped ahead, but, you know, our boy Rohit Raju is in this match, so we have to. It's our main event. Uh, the X Division Championship match. Uh, Chris Bay defending uh, his finesse division championship against TJP, uh, someone you know very well from WWE, and against Rohit Raju. Rohit putting on social media, plan is in place for them to uh, keep the belt on Chris Bay. Smitty, what are your thought process? What's your thought process on this, brother? So. I, I've always loved the X Division. Um, I think Chris Chris Bay is amazing. Uh, Rohit is amazing. TJP amazing. It's so again. This is going to be one of those matches. I feel is going to be that underdog match. That's gonna, that, that underdog match is going to be really, really good. Uh, but also, I think this is also going to help build the uh, Chris Bay character because. Uh, when he won a uh, exhibition champion, like built chip, they had him with Johnny Swinger, like he's finessing him, blah blah blah. Uh, I hate to say this, but Bay's going to retain by pinning Rohit. Yeah, 
pretty much, I feel like it's like all the work is going to be done. Like, like they're going to both walk over TJP. When TJP starts to get an advantage, it's going to be his advantage on Rohit. Pretty much, that's when Bay's probably going to like toss out TJP and pin Rohit. And Rohit's right. been finesse. Ooh. Nick, what are your thought processes, sir? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be uh, – I wasn't thinking about this match when we were talking about the Moose match. This is another match that could have potential to steal the night. Um, you're stroking that pretty good there. Thanks. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah, all three guys are, are solid in the ring, and, and for sure um, Chris Bay, what, he was in one of the opening matches of Slammiversary, and, yeah, man, that dude can fucking go. Um, I don't see him losing the title just yet. So I definitely think he'll go over who he'll pin is still up in the air for me, but yeah, man, it's, it's going to be an amazing match. I really like, um, I like Chris Bay a lot. I think he is one of the more athletic guys on that roster that I've seen so far. And that's saying a lot. Cause man, a lot of these dudes are phenomenal in the ring. So, um, I'm excited for it. All these matches on night one, I'm just like, yeah, all right. I can get behind that. And I, I can't say that I've thought that about many shows or pay-per-views over the last year plus. So, What do you got to say, Smith Swan? Uh, Smith Swan. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to say something. Uh, so, uh, I was going to look you up. Finish what you gonna say before because I thought about I thought about something. There is a match on uh, night one, and it involves Russell House. Oh yeah, Ty Valkyrie versus uh, Kylie Ray. It's night one oh, as well. Okay. Yeah, um, it's not listed under Impact's official emergence thing though, so that's why I didn't uh, mention. Oh, that may maybe on like because they said it next week when I uh, when I was watching Impact. I mean, it could be. It very well could be. So we'll we'll see. It's just uh, it's not listed here. Um, I think, and this is me probably marking out uh, a little bit, but I think it's very possible you see Rohit Raju as your new X Division champion. I, I <laughs> right. I, I think uh, something could happen to where he's not involved in something like he may be outside. Uh, and TJP and Bay and Chris Bay do something to where they both knock each other out. Obviously, uh, Falaba is probably going to be around as well, right? Um, something can happen to where both of them are knocked out in the middle of the ring, and Rohit looks up and sees, you know, uh, what's going on, and, and sees an opportunity and either pins Chris Bay or TJP. More likely, TJP um, to add to the dichotomy is like. I, he had to be pinned, man. We had to get rid of him. Sure, I have the belt, but we have the belt. Something like that. I could see Ro, uh, Rohit doing. Um, I, I, I agree. This could be a very big match of the night component because all three of these guys are spec fucking tacular in the ring. You know, uh, when I was watching it live a couple weeks ago, and TJ, whatever TJP did as a counter uh, to something on Chris Bay, it was like. Chris Bay did the drop down, like, you know, because they're running the ropes, they're supposed to jump, drop down, you know, jump over. But TJP didn't jump over, just caught Chris Bay in something and, like, some sort yeah, of armor. What do you, what do you call him now? Yeah, whatever the fuck he caught him in. I can't even remember off the top of my head right now. But I was like, 
holy fucking shit, man. This is a TJP that wasn't able to shine at all in WWE. Like, like they gave him the Cruiserweight title and everything, but that's about it, right? They, like, in the Cruiserweight uh, Classic, TJP looked good, and then TJP was WWE, right? So it wasn't the same guy that you were watching in the Cruiserweight Classic defending it, so you obviously can't get behind him as much. Watching him wrestle in Impact is a breath of fresh air for TJP. It is wonderful to see him act like this. So I can only imagine how good that this match is going to be. I don't think he'll take this title at all. I, I think he. Uh, I, I think it's looking more like sixty percent. Uh, Chris Bay retains thirty-five percent. Rohit Raju somehow pulls it off, and five percent TJP uh, could win. Like there's obviously a possibility, but it's very low. Um, but I do think that this could be a very standout uh, portion of the match uh, of the of the night. Uh, one, I think a lot of people will be talking a lot more about this, and for good reason because these guys should all be um, where they're at right now. Um, we'll talk about the night two match that they have announced right now, obviously because we're not making any picks and stuff. But this is everything that they're putting out. Uh, Jordan Grace is looking to get back the te- the knockouts championship that she lost to Deanna Perrazzo in Impact's first ever 30-minute Iron Man match for the knockouts championship. Um, we've talked about Jordan Grace for a while. Jordan Grace is really yeah, good. Oh. Yep. Uh, jo- Jordan Grace is, is really good. Deanna Perrazzo just left WWE, and all of a sudden now she's a, a knockouts champion in uh, Impact. Smitty, what are your thoughts here, brother? Once again, another match that makes my penis hard. <laughs> Jordan Grace, like, is like, uh, Jordan Grace is a, like, she makes me, she makes me, you get it at this point. No, I don't get <laughs> it. I, I'm not a underage. I, I can't boy get my thoughts straight when I think about Jordan Grace. Like, my, my thoughts are never straight when I think about Jordan Grace. She's the spokeswoman for Smitty's Meats. <laughs> right. Use the code Jordan Grace for uh 100% in. <laughs> and so Jordan Grace is like she's great in the ring. Uh Deanna Parazzo is proven why she's one of like she's proven time and time over why she considers herself and she it's like she's called her shot. She's one of the best women technical wrestlers in the industry right now. Mm-hmm. And uh we I think we all agree that at Slammiversary they probably had they probably stole they stole the show at Slammiversary. Give yep. them thirty minutes to just do the damn thing. We got we got another classic on our hands here. Yes, sir. Nick, what do you think, brother? Smitty's lost in his own mute thoughts. Uh, I I would agree. Uh, you know, it's hard not to because that match, like we talked about after Slammiversary, was one of the best matches of the night. And I have no reason to believe that it won't be again. And yeah, now that you, now you're going to give them 30 minutes. Um, those two chicks can go, man. So um, it'll be a fun match for sure. And yeah, I mean, a lot of these knockouts are just straight up knockouts. Like these thick girls getting in there and, and they know how to fucking go. And it's just, it's great. And now, you know, I do see what Smitty's been saying for a while that the the knockout division is one of, if not the best, women's division out there. I'm starting to agree with that for sure. Love it. Uh, 
I, like I said, we talked how, about highly about Jordan Grace for a little bit. You know, um, I kind of wish it was Jordan Grace and not Tessa Blanchard that became the Impact World Champion. Um, I think it makes more sense because of how strong she is to where it would have looked better for her rather than Tessa. I get Tessa was the name, but if you're looking for someone to suspend their disbelief, Jordan Grace was the way to go. But again, her being the knockout champion is was also a great call. And then Deanna Perrazzo taking it from her. Look, we can wax poetic about how much we love that match at Slammiversary. Um, but this is them looking to top that match. Like, they gave us the cake, 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 at Slammiversary. Now I hope they put the good frosting on it and they make it something that's just so, oh yeah, definitely. Just something that is just so over-the-top great that we sit back and we're just like, man, I want to give you a nice fight forever chant. And I think it's very possible with these two women, the way they go. Um, I end up I, like I, a Randy Marsh meme. Yes. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So uh, I'm really excited about what Impact is doing uh, with these next two weeks for Emergence. I can't wait to see what Eddie Edwards uh, has up against him for the next couple weeks as well. I, I just really I love the open challenge storyline for the top title. That, I think, is something different. Uh, a lot of people have done it for mid-card titles, but uh, seeing it happen now in uh, that is something that's going to be good. Um, Smitty, I did so again, I didn't know you were at work. So I obviously know that work is open right now. Uh, it, it opened, uh, about 10 minutes ago. Uh, so bring, what, is there anything else in wrestling that you kind of want to talk about right now? Otherwise we can make this a quick little hour show so you can get to work and do what you need to do. Um, Raw was and there's a lot of Romero that they said, that they've uh, said the two people that may be in this whole new retribution group. One of them may cool. be Dijakovic. One may be Vanessa Bourne. Okay. Um, SmackDown was and the highlight of it. The highlight, the most talked about point is the fact that Joseph Clark showed up during AJ Styles' segment. Abyss, yeah. Yeah. So, and also somebody made a, made a hilarious tweet about um, Dixie Carter winning, not the fact that Abyss AJ Styles and Jeff Hardy are doing shows at empty arenas. <laughs> oh, so this is gonna really win. Ooh. So, uh, ooh. <laughs> all right. So nothing really. Uh, nope. Nick, anything that you specifically want to talk about? Uh, I read last night that AW released three stars. I don't remember one of the names. Jimmy really was Reed Presley. And, hey, man, um, you're burying the lead, buddy. Yeah, shut up. Let him finish what he's saying. <laughs> Jimmy Havoc again, be, brother. And be Priestley. <laughs> oh, that's what it was? Okay, thanks, Mitty. I mean, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jimmy Havoc's gone. Huh? They were all British. It was uh, Jimmy Havoc, be Priestley, and somebody else as well. Yeah, I can't remember her name. It, she was pretty fucking irrelevant. They, she, they said that she hadn't had a match on television since October, so... I think I was B actually that has had a match since October. Oh, was it? Sadie Gibbs. Sadie Gibbs. There you go. 
So they gone. Yeah, they gone. Uh, and uh, two of them were caught up in that. Uh, two of them were caught up in the whole speaking out thing. Jimmy Havoc yeah. was caught out, and um, Jimmy Havoc and B. Priest were were caught in the whole speaking out thing. And is it B. Priest yeah. dating uh, Will Osprey? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Isn't that like? Yeah, that was the whole thing. That's why she was caught up in it. Uh, Catch a case. All the cases, all the cases, catching cases like Velveteen Dreams catching little boys in the DM. I'm not gonna let it go, man. Sorry, uh, that that one's I'm not, I'm just not happy with it all. I, it pulls me like I thought NXT was the saving grace for WWE, but bringing Velveteen Dream back really fucking soured me on that company even further. Um, all right, guys, that that's it. I, I don't. I hope Dave's here because we're gonna be ending the show a little early i guess i should shoot him a text huh talk about talk about hey we're about to end the show stuff like that this way he knows because he's usually doing stuff man we usually go hour and a half two hours yeah i'm about to bounce get i'm about to get to work here oh you got work to do get it. There, is there an order what's the first order no it's just got to make a whole bunch of chips we ran through a bunch of them last night they were delicious went through all the chips last night all right smitty you go ahead you get your cook on uh, make those chips. Yeah, treat them chips like uh, Walter White treats meth, and make them all blue. I don't. I didn't get that reference. I don't even know why I fucking said that. Oh, Smitty's gone. Now it's just you and me, Nick. Hey. Uh, Smitty didn't even say his name when he left. He's like, I'm Smitty. Yeah, Smith Swan. That's his new one. I think we're Smith gonna stick Swan. with Smith Swan. He looks just like that son of a bitch. Uh huh. Um, it's crazy, and it's not because they're black. It's just they look like each other. It's because of the hair, really. Anything. Um, yeah, man. So that's about it for us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, make sure you go to breakingdownthering.com. We have a brand new shirt up uh, for our one of our charities. Um, if the the uh, all black um, with the fist, it helps support NAACP uh, Defense and Legal Fund. Uh, and help, which helps educate people on the history of things in this country. Why we are, we especially here uh, breaking on the ring. We believe that there is a systemic problem uh, for people of color that they have to deal with in not just uh, things with the police, but in housing, in education, in the buildup of stuff. There's been a lot of things holding uh, people of color down. Uh, since the beginning and this helps uh stop uh you know i I guess uh, whitewashing is the term uh some of the past to where people can understand where things go started and hopefully get better because of it which is that's all we want man in this country dude just everyone have an equal share equality equal fight equal everything man nobody's better uh, nobody is worse than because of a skin tone. Nobody is uh, should have less opportunities because they're not a specific color or because of where they specifically come from. Because, you know, let's not pretend like even if you're uh, Caucasian and you grow up in the hood that, you know, uh, you're having problems as well because you are. But obviously it's much more so for people of color. And this helps the NAAC Legal and Defense Fund not only helps uh people when they're dealing with racial inequality in lawsuits and stuff, but helps educate people to further understand stuff. Of course, we still have our breaking down the ring pride tea. 
And uh, 100% of the profits for that go to the Trevor Project. So I highly suggest you checking that out. Uh, again, you get all this stuff at BreakingDownTheRing.com. As well, uh, follow all of our social medias, which is linked right there when you go to it, BreakingDownTheRing.com. Um, yeah, that's it for us, man. We are your ring crew. Koenig, 19. 19. And me, the all-Mikey one and current ring crew champion. The all-Mikey one, Mikey himself, midget stripper. You're going to have to chill. Thank you guys so much for watching. We are out.